guys and welcome to Reclaiming Filipinx Identity. Today on episode 17, I have with me today on Zoom, Michael Rincorotan. And I knew Michael since last year when we had the same class together in IP364 where it started it all. We had Kuya Jason together and funny enough, I think I told him this before, but he and Kuya Jason look alike. I'm at one point, but I guess like that's kind of a random fun like fun fact. But other than that, um, this semester we have same class again, which was IP three seventy five, which is Philippine pastime and games. And I wanted to get him on this podcast because I feel like he has a story to tell. Honestly, everyone has a story to tell, but for Michael specifically, I think for him being a very a quiet mind person, he has a a really a loud mind. He has a very great sense of intellect that many of us. I want to hear. So, I'm going to stop talking now, and we'll let Michael do the honors. So, enjoy the podcast, guys. Uh, so, I was born and raised here in Honolulu, Hawaii. I have two siblings. Uh, one is, um, uh, she graduated from college, and the other one's still currently in college. And I have my father, and I have my mother, but she passed away when I was a junior in high school. Uh, I've been uh, to the Philippines uh, back in 2004. That was the only time I went to the Philippines. Uh, currently, I'm attending the University of Hawaii at Manoa. Uh, so far, I'm at my fourth year at the university, but my second year um, in the School of Architecture. I'm currently... Um, uh, majoring in environmental design. I possibly I will graduate in fall 2021. Uh, at the University of Hawaii, I served as a historian for the Katipuna Club during uh, the 2018 to 2019 school year. And yeah, that's about it. You mentioned in the previous year, uh, biography that you serve as a historian for Katipuna um, could you tell me a little bit more about that? Uh, so, uh, when I first um, came to the university, uh, I took the Fili- uh, took Filipino classes, and then when I was in uh, the Filipino classes, I had to. Well, I was automatically part of the Katipuna Club. So, yeah, in the Katipuna Club, I get to um, embrace my culture. Um, hang out with other Filipinos and other people who are interested in t- uh, learning about the his- uh, the heritage. And well, I, since I served as an officer, I was able to see the process of, of preparing for the events and um, uh, creating events for um, the students to enjoy or the club members to enjoy. Favorite moment while you were an officer for Katipunan? Uh, well, um, the memories that I have um, as an officer is that I get to um, meet new people like our, the president, Carol, and the other um, members, I mean, the other officers. 
I was able to um, talk with them, hang out with them. That was a great experience for me. Could you say that, um, that, um, push you to, because, um, I noticed when you're in Katipun and you're uh, and already enrolled into Filipino classes, um, like Filipino 101, did you take a placement exam or did you take the classes? Um, I took uh, Filipino 101. I didn't take any placement classes because I don't feel that I was ready to like um, go to the advanced classes. So yeah, I'd rather just stick to um, the starting, I mean the beginning classes. For you, Michael, what does it mean to reclaim our Filipino identity? Uh, so... I reclaiming Filipino identity. Uh, so um, throughout my life, I, well, I lived as a Filipino American. So I was, well, to begin with, I'm more of an American than a Filipino because, yeah, based on the lifestyle I lived, I, well, I eat American food and then sometimes I eat Filipino food whenever I have the chance to. Maybe like at Filipino parties or when I go to a Filipino restaurant. But I hardly cook. But when my mom was um, alive back then, uh, yeah, she would cook Filipino food for me and my family. And, uh, Do you have a favorite Filipino food? Uh, that's a hard one. Uh, I would say lumpia. I, I like lumpia. Do you know how to make it? Uh, I've seen videos, but I haven't like make it before. <laughs> but to continue, um, when you say um you're taking Filipino classes, could you um do you think you you are like advanced with it? Um, I wouldn't say I'm advanced, but uh, well. Before I wasn't advanced, but then now I would say intermediate because I went through the process of taking Filipino 101 and now I took Filipino 301. So, I, well, that's a uh, good improvement for me because back then I, I didn't know how to speak Filipino. All I know was um, Salamat, Mabuhay, Mahakita. That's like the only words I know, knew, but then. As I took Filipino classes, I was able to progress, well, I was able to improve myself in speaking Filipino. Well, I started from, yeah, just words and phrases. Now, I, I was able to, um, like, speak sentences and write sentences. Like, I'm going to pause for a second um, because my nephew just came inside me. <laughs> uh, for intermediate, uh, I was able to... Uh, yeah, gain understanding of the words that I learned and the sentences. Uh, but as for uh, 301, uh, yeah, it's like full-on Filipino speaking, so I try to keep up um, with the understanding and the speaking.
could you say um your instructors that you took in Hello 101 oh sorry Tagalog 101 and so forth uh, was a really big help for you? Uh, yeah, it was a big help for me. Um, uh, yeah, so yeah, my instructors like uh, Tita, uh, Tita Letty, Kuya Jason, Ate Precious, they were a great help for me um, in improving my Filipino. With um, with taking the classes, is there um? Do you do? Do you watch any Filipino teleseries um, or listen to Filipino songs to help you learn Tagalog? Uh, yes, I do. I, I watch. Uh, I I I have like I watch a lot of teleseries. I I can't keep count of it, but yeah, it was a. I was able to like understand when I took Filipino. But I, I watched other series before I took Filipino classes, and yeah, I didn't really understand. But when I took Filipino classes, I was able to understand. And when I listened to Filipino songs, I kind of understand the meaning of what the singer is trying to say and the message they're trying to convey. What is your favorite Filipino song or Tagalog Filipino song? Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> Or what's the one song that you could relate to the most? Um, uh, that Vong Navarro song? Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot that song. <laughs> but what, what about that song that you like about? Uh, it talks about that we are Filipino. Could you say that um, being a part of Katipunan, taking Filipino classes, um, do you think you can say you're proud to be Filipino? Um, yes, I'm proud to be Filipino uh, because um, yes, uh, because of, well, since I'm taking uh, Katipunan, I'm, I'm able to um, like interact with other Filipinos. We have the same identity, so I get to talk about my identity to them and conversate about what we do as Filipinos or what is Filipino, or what it means to be Filipino. Um, I know you mentioned here that you are currently a minor in Filipino alongside with your major as an architecture so with that um is um have, have you been thinking of using your minor and major together um most likely because um well as an architecture major when i go into the field uh, maybe one of my clients will be uh, like from the philippines so as an architect i have to travel to the philippines to do the like a site analysis or well, meet one-on-one with a client so maybe um, the my client doesn't speak full English so I could like speak in Tagalog and well, try to make things clear to my client and also with um, with that I guess um, 
Have you been inspired by any of the Filipino architectures? Uh, I haven't looked into that. Well, well for Filipino architecture, um, well, the Spanish colonial churches, that I, the Catholic churches I see in the Philippines, they're like, well, why well, I kind of like their architecture. Do you ever get inspirations from from those times? Yes. Um, moving away from that question, were there times in your life when you did not want to practice your cultural identity? Uh. Yeah, sometimes, uh, like for example, going to a restaurant. Uh, uh, normally, uh, when you go to like an American restaurant, they give you, well, they prepare a fork and a knife. But then, uh, well, for like my, one of my family members, like my dad, he would like ask for a spoon instead of, or swap out the spoon instead of the knife. So yeah, I, I understand the spoon and the knife. I mean, the spoon and the fork is a part of Filipino culture. Is there any more um, reasons other than besides that? Uh, uh, I can't really think of uh, other. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So, with that said, um, would you say that you started, um, have you always embraced your Filipino culture ever since? Um, uh, uh, when I'm like near other Filipinos, maybe it would be appropriate to embrace my culture to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I, um, yeah, so if I want to, uh, yeah. yeah, that's all I can have so far, Chachi. No, it's okay. Um, what do you think, what do you um, feel that way? Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, when I'm with other Filipinos, uh, uh, well, I feel um, comfortable speaking out about my culture since we are the same. But then, if I see other people well, that are not Filipinos like their culture, maybe I could like, you know, like try embrace uh, more of the Filipino culture to them, like talk about. Um, uh, within your friend group, are you the only Filipino, or do you is it for all Filipino and some Asian groups, or? Oh, well, it varies on uh, where I. Oh, well, it depends on the situation. I have a lot of fr- friends who are like not Filipino, but they, I still hang out with them. They're uh, all Filipino, and yeah, I'm still friends with them. I get to still talk about Filipino stuff to them because they would under- they will understand. Do you see yourself gravitating to um? Filipino Filipino friends or do you see yourself gravitating to different um culture cultures? Um uh, well I prefer to be with um other cultures or as well as Filipino because well we're in Hawaii so 
were multi-ethnic or were in the melting pot of the uh, or melting pot state. So, uh, well, I like to learn about Japanese culture, Chinese culture, um, Korean culture, what else? Uh, Spanish culture, or Portuguese. Well, I like to learn new things. So, yeah, learning about new new languages, new new cultures will. It will be knowledgeable for me. To kind of wrap things up and go back, um, have um, when was the last time you've been to the Philippines? Uh, so, well, the only time I've been to the Philippines was 2004, and that's the only time. So, I I heard that Manila changed a lot since then. So. Yeah, like more building, new newer buildings, new malls. So, yeah, it's it's been a long time. I remember riding the metro train in Manila. Uh, I remember walking down the, the Baywalk in Rojas Boulevard along the Manila Bay. I remember um, dining at Max Restaurant. Plus, I experienced some shopping at SM Mall, both in Manila. And did you say that you want to go back to the Philippines anytime soon? Yeah, maybe in the future. Uh, maybe like during my profession as an architect. So if I meet with clients who are in the Philippines, I could like fly there and like meet with the client or do a site analysis. Plus, I could go to the Philippines for vacation. Maybe go to Palawan or Cebu City or all over the Philippines. The whole archi- uh, yeah, just travel to any of the archipelago. Because you mentioned that you are first generation, um, your parents both grew up in the Philippines. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, yes, both of my parents were uh, born in the Philippines, and then they migrated here to America. Mm-hmm. So yeah, me and my two sisters are the first generation born in America as Filipinos. Mm-hmm. Um, where, demographically speaking, where? Does your parents both res- reside in? Uh, so my dad is from Manila, and then my mom is uh, uh, from Lawak City. So yeah, uh, when I was in the Philippines, I um, traveled well, with my family to from Manila to Lawak City, and then vice versa. So it was a long trip. And I guess that's then, you continue, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, uh, but then my identity, well, specifically as a Filipino, is Ilocano. So, like, majority of my relatives are Ilocano. So, I, I understand. Yeah, so, I hear a lot of Ilocano speaking uh, uh, between my relatives when I go to parties. But do, uh, do you ever mention to them that you can speak Tagalog? Uh, I've been in those instances where they ask me, oh, uh, do you speak uh, Filipino? I'm like, oh, no. Uh, or do you understand? I'm like, oh, no, I don't fully understand. But you can, like, kind of catch some sentences in a way? Yeah. Like, so if they ask uh, how old I am in Filipino, I, I can respond to them immediately in English. I just want to say thank you again, Michael, for um, being open enough to 
being interviewed uh, by me, even for this sh um, short amount of minute, because I know we have class pretty soon. Um, yeah. I just wanted to end. Bing. Salamat sa yung lahat for listening to my um, my my interview with Chachi. Uh, yeah, so I'll post you, Michael. I'm Michael. So uh, thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. As in Ilocano, let's say Ayamanal Kenyang. I will text you when this will be available. I'm very grateful for your guys' support and it will be really appreciated if you guys can leave a rating and a view on Apple Podcasts because it really is a great tool for me to understand um, what this, this podcast is lacking. I'm open to criticism. <laughs> And also, follow me at Reclaiming Filipinx Identity, where I post content from Filipino-Americans, TikTok creators, uh, repost, and word of the days. So, yeah, follow me on Instagram. And if you have anything to add, go on my link tree on my Instagram at Reclaiming Filipinx Identity, and you can leave me a voice message there. So, keep the kids for next time and see you guys for the season finale for tomorrow. Bye, guys!